The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Welcome to the 365 Message Center Show, where we help you plan for change, prevent or fix, and stay informed. Welcome, Daniel. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to be here. Wow. And I'm looking forward to what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, well, today, today, the three, there are three headlines today. Uh, we've got improvements to the text web part in SharePoint. Um, some good things happening there to give us a bit of variety on the page. Um, forms, polls within Microsoft Teams is getting a rebadging. Uh, we'll dig into that and to what that means. And Viva Connections is in public preview. And we'll talk a lot more about that. Daniel, yeah, it is an exciting show. Um, there's a few things that mm-hmm. definitely will uh, w- we could go on and on about. We have to be careful. But we won't. We won't. That's right. Um, shall we start off with that first one, Daniel? Sure thing. Why not? Let's kick the show off. No one comes here to to look at our pretty faces. They want to hear what our opinion and experience is with this content. So let's get to Definitely. it. The first off is new feature, improvements to the text web part for SharePoint pages and news, MC283569. And simply, this is, you're going to be able to paste images in line in a text web part. So the the SharePoint text web part in SharePoint Online is getting a, a nice little feature here. So you can paste that image in there and then wrap your text around it. It seems, you know, kind of simple, kind of something, you know, you're, most people are familiar with if you've done this in Word or other um, word processing software, you can you can do this, but we're going to be able to do this and it's going to be released targeted release customers starting in mid to late September. So they're given a little bit of a window there for even the starting and expect to complete the rollout to all customers by early October. And we have a nice screenshot there, which is cool. We're able to add the image and wrap that text and going to be um, going to be able to edit that that um, image there in that space as well. Uh, so this is nice because now if you want to do something similar to this, you really have to work with your um, wet, the layout of your page and adding web parts mm. in certain places and images in certain places. and But uh, now it's going to be a whole lot easier for us to do that. Um, so this is, this is one, I think, of maybe a, a few, but it's getting a smaller number of items that I think would be great for improvements for creating news pages. But Daryl, what do you think about this? Is this... Uh, it's a small update, really, but I think it will vastly improve the page authoring experience. What do you think? Yeah, you and I were talking about this earlier that because we've edited a number of pages, you get into a this is how it works in SharePoint mode, where you think about how you want your your pictures laid out with your text and you start to get creative with left and right sections and put your picture over here and your text and alternate or whatever. Um, but yeah, this is more in line with a person's regular experience when they are working with Word. and So it's more inviting to someone who doesn't 
usually edits news or, or create pages, um, they should be able to see that. Hey, the other thing about this too, which it's just a smaller part of this update, Daniel, is the line the spacing. Line spacing. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I think the, uh, the feedback they've gotten, and I think it's good feedback that the spacing is a little bit too much. We're taking up too much space when we could shrink it a little bit. So we're going to be seeing that um, between for line spacing talks about header and the body as well as bullet points. I think bullet points were was a little bit drastic with the line spacing. So I'm glad they're going to be reducing that. So uh, that is, like I said, coming starting this month and completing by early next month for everybody. So this is going to be a fast one um, released. So Daryl, I think let's talk about our headline mm. for this episode. Oh, what? What was that? You you kind of gave a weird look. Oh, and I I don't know why okay. you're coming what? through at, at, at a, a sort of eight bit quality. Uh, so um, we're we're going retro oh, with this episode, people. Uh, Daniel's going to um, sort of hum the the tune of Wonder Boy soon in, in the arcades. Uh, yeah, most people who watch this won't get that. <laughs> this next update is Viva Connections public preview rolling out. This is MC two eight four zero eight one. Um, and Viva Connections, we've seen um, a few steps that we've been able to prepare for uh, leading into this, where you can set up a home site and you can get your global navigation working. And so you've got your nice uh, bar down the side there within Teams. But this is where the action really starts. So it's not just about bringing your intranet into Teams, but now we'll start to see the, the dashboard, um, the web part that we can bring into our, our pages as well and start to develop cards and have those presented in our intranets. Um, along with this, there's also the experience of having Viva Connections on your mobile, so that when you do have Viva Connections in the Teams app, then that little home button at the bottom there will start to give you access to things like the feed and to the cards that you um, are going to present. So um, a lot of things really in this, and it you know, could be worthy of a a uh, closer look in a deeper episode, but I'll just highlight some of the things that are going to, we're going to see. Um, so you'll be able to create and author your own dashboards. Um, Daniel and I were talking a bit about the uh, experience of once you've got your home site set up, what do you expect to see once this arrives in your tenant? Um, so if we just go over here, Daniel, I'll open up one of these um, full screen, and we'll just hide your shared desktop in the background. There we go. Right. Um, so th this is uh, an example of the of the dashboard. Uh, you'll notice here at the top that it becomes like a page within the, the SharePoint site, the home site that you're hosting it in. Um, and once you have added that dashboard, which apparently will be underneath your settings cog, uh, then you'll be able to start to add things like the, the card designer and um, set out the dashboard the way that you want. Um, so a number of different things in there. I mean, this is a, a, a good looking example, Daniel, but what do you think about Viva in this stage uh, as it's starting to become, um, I guess, more than just a way of getting your intranet into Teams? Yeah. Yeah, I think this is actually a big deal. This is a, a I think, really a stage, a finish, not a finish line. It's kind of a stage point because they're going to continue but um this is kind of a 
the big launch where as we've talked about it before where we could do things like you could manually add it in and and we've talked about um how you know it was coming the app was coming for team but this is really the kind of culmination of a lot of efforts microsoft has put together and this is it you know th this is the viva connections we were promised uh we are we were shown um and demoed this this is it now yes there will be innovations and 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 such moving forward but um this message details how we are going to um, get all the goodness of of viva connections for in public preview but uh in viva connections rolling out mm. to us now this um it's another example of an update where they've packed in updates within the update or updates within the message mm -hmm. so it lists off other things that you'd be able to do like highlighting video um, and dropping that into the feed um, you can change the the web parts within the uh, the connections and there's a bit there about um, also seeing it from within the team's uh, mobile experience um, but yeah all of these things that are that are expecting to arrive um, where's our date here starting to roll out 9th of September and completed by 20th of September. So some of you who are watching the show today might actually have it within your organization. You'll have to enable the, um, the setting within your home site. Uh, but once you've got it there, you can start experimenting with it. And, you know, the really the advantage of, of, of this next phase is, I think it's in the name. Like, we have a SharePoint app. But do we actually see it much from our mobiles, Daniel? Not really, do we? So where do we go to engage in our intranet um, from a mobile experience? And it's going to be connections. And the feed that we'll see there will help us to engage and remain connected to the things that are interesting to us. The apps themselves, those little cards that they add in there to, to give more functionality, like um, uh, being able to engage in HR-level kind of things or holidays or... Uh, other information that that's sort of a dashboard level that'll be all helpful um and we, we've got a lot of uh um, leeway to develop things there yeah that is where i think it'll be interesting to see the innovation um and how organizations when they adopt this what do they do mm. with it how do users use it um, both on the desktop and the mobile it's going to be interesting over the next uh, even coming months, but you know further than that. So I'm I'm excited to to see where people take it. I have just one question um, too. Like I know sometimes an internet home site or the the main page is a hotly contested space where the internal comms people no don't touch it, don't put anything too um, you know wayward or or that's not going to fit into our theming. We don't want to see it there. Um, how do you think connections will land for uh, for a lot of larger organizations where they have those kind of tight controls of the, the look and feel of their homepage? I, I mean, it, it is going to be something that it is good that it is turned off by default. So, you know, you have to enable it. I think it's going to have to be this conversation that you have with those that those people that normally you know, have it locked down and try to figure out what you're going to do and how you're going to roll it out. Um, the, I have dealt with many organizations that 
that have it set up that way. And that's fine for your internet if that's the way you need it to be. But, um, you know, Microsoft's about collaboration and how, how are you going to use Viva connections to manage that look and feel and that communications experience, but then also, you know, help people collaborate and get their job Mm. done. That's the real Mm. question. Right, so keep a lookout for that. It could be there, um, but it should definitely be there by the 20th of September. It's, not, it's about a week away. Um, Daniel, our next message, uh, all about Forms. Yes, this one is Microsoft Forms' new app, Polls in Teams, MC284259. And if you have been using uh in Teams, you've been using the Forms app, you know you can already create polls. So what is this all about? Uh, This is really Microsoft, I think, recognizing that people, a lot of people don't realize that polls are native within the Forms app because the name of it is Forms. So rolling out, starting in Teams meetings and then moving to Teams chat, they're going to uh, present a new app called polls and you're going to be able to create well wait for it polls (laughs) in this app Um, but they're removing the forms app from those experiences now they're going to leave that forms uh, app within the team's channel so you can create that add that as a tab in your team's channel it's going to be there it's the same thing you've been using and not only that, but your that same app, you'll be able to see all the polls you've created as well. So none of that is changing. But this new polls app will be available within that meeting chat, the the meeting experience, um, and the uh, Teams chat. So the timing on this is meetings mid November, and it'll be retired from Teams chat in at the end of December. Um, so again, I, I really do think this is a uh, Microsoft just saying, okay, people may not be able to see that there's a poll option there. So we're going to rename it and not rename it. They're going to create a new app called polls um, for you to for you to be able to use in your meetings and your, in your chat. Well, polls are, polls are a good way to get people engaged in, in meetings. Um, so, yeah, we, I mean, like just last week, we were talking about word clouds, and that's a type of poll. Um, so it just sounds mm-hmm. like they're Indeed. fracturing out the the different kinds of polls and putting them into an app. Yeah, so let's uh, go from retiring poll, I'm sorry, forms app from within mm-hmm. meetings to retiring something else. Yeah, yeah, classic exchange administrator center, retirement announcement. This is MC283. Eight seven four. Uh, what can I say about this? Great to see Exchange um, coming into using the new admin center. Now it's been there since April, so we have you know had a few months uh, with it. Uh, but there's still been a few things hanging around within the admin experience which we had to use Classic for, uh, and namely the the protection type features. So down here we've got safe attachments or the malware filter, and other things that you might need to still use the Classic Center to configure it for. But these have been shifted into the um, the new admin center, or rather, sorry, 
they're being shifted into Microsoft 365 Defender. Um, now this is the new place to engage in a lot of different security type uh, activities and um, tasks, admin tasks, and um, they'll be shifted into there. And the new or the new admin center will become the only option um, after first of September 2022. So they're doing this last move, Daniel, of those apps into Defender, October October 15th this year but then they give a further year almost or less than a year so that um, the admin center will still be there, but it'll have shortcuts to point to the new location. That's. Yeah. Yeah. So there'll be pages there that yeah. just have a shortcut to yeah. the other place. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's, it's a long time to get used to that. So um, hats off to that team for uh, allowing a, a nice large window for change management to form new behaviors and tell people you should be going to the new place. <laughs> um, mm. Our next one is, oh, I don't have it set up, um, about Excel. Daniel. Yes. So, and I, my video is still kind of choppy, so this yeah. is exciting. <laughs> um, I don't I don't really know what's I know, going on. I know on. how it crazy. Sorry about that, people. It makes Although, you feel crazy about that too, I'm sure. It does. Um, I could turn my video off and then turn it back on. But anyway, um, so this one is called Excel PowerView Retirement, MC284624. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's the message center is trying to <laughs> drop us a hint. Maybe we should retire. So PowerView in Excel is a, powered by a silver light. Uh, uh. It's a component. Um, in that. So Silverlight is being retired and it will no longer be supported uh, after October 12th of this year. So they're that saying, was, that okay, was Microsoft well, Flash, we're getting it? rid of PowerView then. Yeah. Basically, yes. Uh, it was a wonderful product that I think a lot of people just um, may have had a lot of trouble with, including myself. So uh, they're basically saying if you use PowerView in Excel, then switch to Power BI Desktop. So that's where we're going to be investing our resources. Uh, so in basically what that's saying, there is no alternative uh -huh. in Excel. So if you're, you know, they're not going to release something, they're not going to fix this or redo it, use Power BI beginning October 12th of this year. So we have about a month here to... Um, I think this is a big deal for those. If you are using PowerView, this is going to be a big deal because you have a month to take those resources and re and recreate in Power BI, um, or they won't work anymore. So get on it um, because by then you will not be able to create or open PowerView reports from Excel. Uh, so this is you know you can use other ways of doing analysis. You know pivot tables, et cetera, that is in uh, Excel that will not be affected. But um, if this is something that you kind of want to use similar functionality, then go over to Power BI desktop. So, uh, you know, I think this is one of those opportunities maybe, where where do you want to go? Do you want to use the pivot um, functionality for tables and charts, or do you want to go to Power BI, but you're gonna have to make a decision. So um, do that soon. Are you a PowerView 
no, heavy and user barrel. To be honest, no. was, I haven't heard the words Silverlight for some time as well. So I was like, oh, that's yes, right. Me <laughs> yeah. Me either, sir. But um, yeah, so people get on that. Uh, we are now to our quick mentions segment of the show. Yeah, uh, our first quick mention is uh, yet another forms uh, message. And sort of keep that in mind, we've had a lot of forms messages over the last two shows. Microsoft Forms' new mobile-friendly experience for form creation and analysis. This is MC283607. This is about being able to go to forms.microsoft.com from your mobile and creating a form. Um, and that later on, you'll be able to do this from the Office 365 um, app on Android and iOS. And so that's the app that brings all Office um, applications together so you can author things. Forms will live there eventually. Um, so first off, the forms on the web will roll out early October, uh, expect to be completed late October, and then the app will come to Android and iOS. They expect that to be mid-November, complete late November. Um, so yeah, that could be useful to be able to create a form while you're on the go. Daniel, what's your Indeed. one? Indeed. Mine is, get ready for this, Microsoft 365 Information Governance, announcing general availability of retention policies for Teams private channels, MC283589. I think the title is so long, it has already told you what the message is, so we can just move on. <laughs> Pretty much. So this is... Basically what it's saying, retention policies are coming for Teams private channels, and this is available now, so you'll be able to go in there. Now, they're separate. They're not, and these also, these retention policies will not apply to regular channels. So, you know, it's separate, but uh, you'll be able to go and do that. Um, and uh, like I said, it's it's available now, and there's additional information there that you can go and and check that out. So pretty exciting because I think a lot of people have been talking about how do we manage private channels? We need these same functionality. We need these policies. Well, here's some retention policies for you folks. Good stuff. Um, I like the way you expanded yeah, on indeed. just that title. Um, I, I feel far <laughs> more informed. Um, we do have a callback, Daniel, um, something that you spotted, which – you know, sometimes with these callbacks, when things appear in our experience, we're like, oh, that's right. That was announced a while ago, and now it's here. Um, yeah. Yeah. SharePoint site templates? Yes, sir. MC249248. SharePoint site templates. This was rolled out starting late June, uh, but then completed late last month. And um, so... There's a couple of ways you can experience this um, for in your environment. And uh, one is at site creation. So you'll be presented with, hey, do you want to apply a template to this? And then uh, the second is you can go to the menu and apply templates. So we have our uh, Microsoft templates, and then you can have your templates from your organization. So if you created those in the past, then you'll be able to, um, or moving forward, you'll be able to add those and apply those to existing sites. So this is after the fact. Mm. This is not when you go to create a site, you're still picking, is it a communication site or is it a team site? Okay, so you're still doing that. And then once the site's created, you apply the template. So I am sharing my screen and let's take a look at this. I have just created a team site. This is 
a um, so it's connected to a Microsoft 365 group, but right up uh, when it goes to the site upon creation, it says, hey, do you want to start designing your site? Um, and you can then browse the templates. So here are the templates that are for team sites, and I'll show you the ones that are available for communication site in a second, but uh, I can uh, apply this. So if I want, let's say training and courses, I can select that. What is it going to do? Uh, what is the capabilities that I'm going to get? And I can say use template. And then it goes through and applies the template for me. So it's applying that over top, giving me those, the look and feel and the functionality on my site. Hmm. So pretty exciting, right? I just did yeah. that. I just built my site, poof. Um, now, one thing that I have noticed is you're most, you don't try to use these straight out of the box because first of all, it's a simple content. Um, so uh, that's something you're going to need to go in and edit. Uh, but it does have, you know, the uh, folder structure it's created for you. It's added stuff to the page, giving you some ideas on what you can do. Okay. Well, um, also, I said, remember, you can apply it after, you don't, mm -hmm. um, you know, after you're, you're already using the site. So you can go to the settings, what do you call it? Cog um, and apply a site template and then that should look familiar right because uh -huh. that's the same ones i can apply a different one i can also apply from my organization here is a template that i have created for my organization i can apply that template to my site as well so i don't have a lot of details in there it was really for demo purposes but i can do that um, straight away and then let me show you the um the com site templates that we can do. I will wait for the lazy load of the cog. <laughs> Apply a site template. And then here's the templates for the communications. So I'm not going to apply these, but uh, it works the same way. You can select the one you want to, like a new employee onboarding, tells you what it's going to do, what it's going to give you, gives you that preview. And as you saw before, this is a really good preview. This is exactly what it's going to look like. Mm. Pretty cool. So go out there and use this. I would suggest you go ahead and do that. Um, you know, create a new site, maybe a new comm site, a communication site, and try it out today because, hey, it's available to you. Good stuff. Go for yep. it. Um, yeah, interesting when you pointed that out, that the, the library comes out with uh, sample content. So uh, if, if there was a library there beforehand, I'd expect that it wouldn't change that. Well, there was a library, if you, you know, that documents library uh, that I showed is the documents library that's created with the site. Uh, so it's adding those folders in there uh, to that document library. Now, there's no documents in there, but there's the kind of the the folder structure that um, that it was applying right. uh, to the site. Yep. To the library. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Well, that is the show for the week. Thank you for tuning in and, and catching up with the, the latest that we have found and what we wanted to talk about. Uh, look, tell us what you want to talk about too. Um, you can find us on the socials at 365MCS, among many places, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Um, we're at LinkedIn at 365 Center Show. And it's a good place to engage with us and uh, give us feedback or suggest other things that we tend to get topics on. Yes. And hit the, hit the buttons. Hit the buttons. Hit the thumbs up. 
hit it, yep. smash the subscribe button, and then elbow, because we're trying to not spread germs, elbow the little bell so you get reminders of when we're Do a lot of people touch that bell? Yes. Okay. That's the show. Uh, we'll roll out from there, and we'll see you again next week. Bye for now.